Hello, friends. If you're here for Ben Shapiro's sex tips, you've come to the wrong place. Welcome to some GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 428 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass. And Cartoon Joe! Nick is once again not with us. He mm-hmm. is, uh... He's, he's going to be embarrassed that we told you, but he is the new CEO of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, he doesn't know anything about the website or how to to run a social media he's never used it before ever won't even open the links we send him which therefore makes him more qualified yeah slightly more qualified than elon musk yeah Yeah, it's it's really a it's a really a great hire to be honest i'm excited for twitter i'm excited for nick things can only go up right yeah you can uh, when you're going from less than nothing to nothing that's an improvement that's an improvement Mm -hmm. you're moving on up yeah how is everybody? Phenomenal. Oh, uh, yeah, it's been a day, but I'm here and it's great. I heard it was a fun day today. Yeah, it was a pretty solid day, actually. Uh, it was just a very full day for me because after my work day, uh, I had to come home and immediately uh, put finishing touches on an app and then record a presentation, prepare and record a presentation on it. Uh, for my class, which was fun and great, but it's done now, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. No, it's a big day. Put it behind you, I say. Indeed. What about you? How's your uh, how's your doing? Good. It snowed on me all day long. Yeah, fuck uh, that shit. And it's snowing now. It's one of the tomorrow is supposed to be one of those only main roads kind of days. Yeah. Um, Inconvenient more. when you don't live in Maine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? Um. It's been a fun week. Uh, all all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff has happened in the world. Um, I've really, really enjoyed the last three weeks of Twitter. Um, it's been the best three weeks of Twitter. It's it really has. For anyone who is thinking that humanity can't ever come together, you're right because Twitter is just a shit show, and. Uh, <laughs> I know that's not, we all did pretty that's all not right. where you thought I was going. We did pretty all right whenever the uh, queen kicked the bucket. True. Collectively. That's true. That's true. And and we always, like, when Spider-Man was, like, in New York post-9-11, mm-hmm. they all came together and were like, we're New Yorkers, you gotta fight all of us. And then they hit the Green Goblin with the brick or something. Hell yeah. So Because they're I mean, New Yorkers. Because they're because they're New Yorkers, exactly. I've seen the movie. What movie was that? Was that Spider Man Two? Two. What yeah. movie was that? Was yeah. it? Was that Serpico? Was two, I think it was Doc Ock. X Men. <laughs> it was. Yeah, Doc it was. Ock. It was. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, you can get a crawfish stuffed twice baked potato. That sounds Ooh. delicious, doesn't it? I, what What is it about a twice baked potato that really? really does it for you the fixings 
Yeah. Like, I know you can just put the fixings on top of a baked potato, and that is good and well. But to have those fixings then uh, uh, hot and either, like, boiled, broiled or baked on there, like, hell yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's um, it's the best of both worlds of a baked potato because you get that nice crispy skin and all of that jazz and then mashed potatoes inside it. And then also the toppings and stuff. It's, it's, it's a uh, addition by addition. addition. Yeah. It's really the perfect fruit. Yes. Uh, I'm, not, the I'm not even going to bite. <laughs> Cause that, I know where that conversation leads. Suddenly we're arguing about whether or not the ocean's just a soup. And I just can't, I'm not in that headspace right now. Sure. Mm. You know, and mm. I just don't want to be all like, no, Rob, fucking chocolate <laughs> isn't gravy. It's chocolate. You could have a chocolate gravy, but chocolate is chocolate. But what if you melt I, it? Then it's the same consistency as gravy, but it's not a gravy. And if you pour it on potatoes out of a gravy boat. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's gravy, but it's still just chocolate. I don't want to do that tonight. I would I've like to it so deep into your mind. <laughs> you really have. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with like the idea that like a hot dog's a sandwich. Sure. Or actually a taco. It is both. <sighs> things can be two things. Things can be two things. Uh, That's stuff true. can do two things. Stuff I learned do. anything from Jake Peralta. <laughs> <laughs> If you've learned anything from Jake Peralta, it's that stuff can do two things. <laughs> Not friendship and loyalty, dedication to your craft. Nope. That nope, stuff nothing, can do. Absolutely nothing about Die Hard. <laughs> no, God. <laughs> God to the no. So uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. It's next week. Um, any big plans? Anything you guys doing out of the ordinary or next to the usual? Besides, like, the obvious, we're ordering turduckins and stuff, because who's not? Uh, I'm smoking mine, which I'm pretty stoked about. Uh, yeah, I'm smoking, yeah, about 20 pounds uh, worth, uh, or a little over 20 pounds worth of turduckin, which uh, is a first for me, and we'll see how it goes. Have you ever smoked anything? Yeah. I mean, food-wise? Well, <laughs> fair, but also yes. <laughs> Yeah, I smoked. Uh, so over the summer, uh, I broke out my green egg and my brother's Traeger, like pellet smoker. Oh, yeah. Uh, and did uh, pork shoulder, did a bunch of wings. I did wings a handful of times over the summer, and that was really good. Um, I feel like there were other things, too. There's but. a guy I follow on Facebook who does wings all the time. And one of the mm-hmm. things he does is he smokes them and then he tosses them in the sauce and then he deep fries them. Oh. Okay. And oh. it's like, and then he tosses them in the sauce again. And it's like, motherfucker, that he looks knows what he's about. Yeah. That guy, that guy knows exactly what he's about. That's and he has my, no problem sharing that guy with everybody else. That's incredible. I, um, that, well, that's like those wings that we get at Indy where you, you fry them. Saw some. Oh grill yeah, them. the 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 Hermanaki wings. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I say, take one more step and and order the sauce on the side, and then you can dip it yourself. Oh yeah, I'll it's also wonderful. take. Put I'll that, also take the sauce on the side. 
but yes, also uh, fry them, sauce them, fry them, sauce them, or whatever it was, smoke them, smoke them, sauce them, fry them, sauce them. That sounds right. Which should yeah, probably good... just be the name of the restaurant. Yeah, smoke and then probably fry them, sauce them, sauce them. Yeah. yeah, and then then go ahead and grill them, sauce them, and give me the sauce on the side. <laughs> it's also a great. It's also a really long show title. Yeah. Smoke them, fry them, sauce them, sauce them, sauce on the side. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, like wet the dries, dry the wets. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Dust the wets. Powder the dries. I don't know what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. I know uh, I was thinking about doing like um, like a big bacon wrapped turkey breast. My mom okay. used to make it all the time. She would make like a bacon weave and then she'd wrap the the turkey breast and the bacon, and she'd rotisserie it. Nice. And I haven't had that in a long time. And I'm, I, I thought about doing it again, but I then part of me says I'm already cooking a ham, and I'm on green bean casserole duty. Ooh, that's an important job. Yeah, it is. I take it very seriously, too. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I really, really enjoy my green bean casserole. Well, and not, not to, not to what's the word I'm looking for, not to bag your family, but... Uh, as the person in the family who cares about flavor the most. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Also sodium. I'm a big, I really, I've cut a lot of sodium out of my diet. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So the idea of making green bean casserole with like nine cans of soup Mm -hmm. doesn't, doesn't necessarily do it for me. You know, I'd rather just make my own cream and mushroom soup. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. It's too easy. To do it right, like it's super I've never done easy. It, but I believe to make that it mushroom is. soup. It's like a four ingredient, fifteen step, pro- like fifteen minute process, and most of that is just bringing things to temperature. What? Oh my god! Okay, sorry. Why do we sell it in cans if it only takes fifteen? <laughs> it takes fifteen minutes to heat it up out of the can. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like you need like fancy ingredients. It's pretty basic ingredients. I mean, I guess it's oh. just more. It's I guess it's just easier to just. Yeah, I don't know. It's sure. we've been uh, we've been bound to big soup as a country for way too long. I think. Yeah, down with big soup. I'm with you. It's a great. That's a phenomenal great. T-shirt. I was <laughs> gonna say the exact same thing. Down, I got to the show title here. Down with big soup, the soup lobby. You know, it's just, it's kind of got a stranglehold on us, and it has, it has since, gosh, the fifties. Oh, easily, possibly even the dawn of time. Big when soup was canned soup invented. It's gonna be like eighteen oh eight or some shit. Antediluvian. Uh, Before the flood? Yeah. I think, wow, a long, a long time ago. You can find Mm, this. 1500. From the the article, A Condensed History of Soup. Hell yes. I I suddenly don't hate it too much anymore. Mm Mm-mm. I'm seeing 20,000 BC is the first date on this article. And if they're condensing it, they're going to catch up real quick. Yeah. 
Told you it was antediluvian. 1897. Invented its famous condensed Campbell. A chemist at the Campbell Soup Company invented its famous condensed soup. 1897. Wow. Wowie. That's how old soup is. Mm, false. Nope. That's how old canned soup is. Soup. Canned yeah. soup is. <laughs> mm, false. We don't know how old the ocean is, and technically it's just a soup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is antediluvian. <laughs> so you weren't lying. Yeah. You weren't lying. <laughs> um, that's so funny. I hate that. Yeah. I well, fucking, we've learned something today. I fucking hate it. I really do. Although, what is your, uh, what is your, if you had to eat one can of Campbell's soup, what is your, what is your Campbell's soup? Oh, uh, God, I haven't had Campbell's soup in so long. Me, I was just thinking the same thing. Um, cream of cream. Cream of cream. So just the gelatinous cream that is the base for all of their cream soups. Yeah. Okay. Joe? Um, I am a uh, hearty beef stew. Hearty Mm -hmm. beef. I'm a bean with bacon. Ooh. Yeah, that's my my go-to Campbell's soup. If I'm going to be forced to eat a can of Campbell's soup, and I'm not talking in that, like... My aunt made a casserole and it's got nine different cans of Campbell's soup soup. I mean, right. if you're going to make me open up a can, add one can of water to the pot and then heat it through and pour it into a bowl. Bean with bacon, not because it tastes good, but because no. it leaves a very delicate film in your mouth. Mm. Who doesn't I love that? Totally understand. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I don't even know what fucking Campbell's soups there are. Probably tomato. That's right. I'm on their website looking at it. I... <laughs> Do they have a list? Uh, yes I don't know. This no. is good content, but uh, it's got like pictures of everything. Mm, I'd like to revise my answer to cream of bacon. They, a, they just have a can of brown gravy. Hell yeah! I'd like to revise my answer to that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, make would, up, make up a believable Campbell's soup. Mm. Uh, cream of soup. <laughs> yeah, I feel like cream of cream was already there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they're missing the boat by not having a soup that's just called du jour? This should just no, Campbell's soup du jour. It should be, and it should be like, um, you know, with dum dum suckers when they change the things over, that's how they get the mystery flavor. Yeah, sure. That's what the Campbell's soup du jour when be. they clean out like the tomato soup line, and then they that you get a little bit of tomato soup, but also a little bit of like minestrone broccoli cheese, yeah. broccoli <laughs> cheese, right? That's just called soup du jour. Mm. It's like Bush Light. Bush Light, I'm pretty sure, is just when they clean out all the Budweiser and Bud Light lines. They pour it all into one big thing, and then that's Bush Light. You're probably onto something yeah, there. Yeah. Campbell's soup du jour. I would uh, cream not, of carrot. Want would be, not. That's my. I'm going cream of carrot as my my as made your up made soup. up soup. Yeah. That's probably that's very believable. Cream of carrot. Uh, what was is that soup one right? orange or is that soup just got chunks of orange? Yes. 
<laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, my made up soup is um uh white wine. Mm. It's it's a white wine soup. I don't hate it. Is it uh, believ- is it believable though? Yeah. It tastes yeah. like uh it tastes like uh it's supposed to taste like chicken marsala. Okay. Um this is where the narrator would say it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> no. It tastes like what people think wine tastes like. Like if you had to ask a kid who's never tried wine to describe wine. Mm. Like drawing Keanu by memory. I don't know if those two correlate in any way. Uh, me either. No, I'll allow it, though. I, I'm trying to imagine what either of those experiences would be like. I feel like the answer for this first one is uh, it is both wet and dry, and the second one will probably be some sort of atrocity. It's both. It is. It is both. Like it's the soup itself. It's just a broth soup. And you look at it and you're like, that soup is is very wet. It's also somehow extremely dry. Yuck. And then I'd say like, oh, that's the white wine soup. That's the yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that must be Campbell's new white wine soup. Where in the right light, it glistens, but it's just like the oil that's on top. Mmm. Sounds good. Yum. I think I'll have some. Unwind at the end of the day. With a nice, a nice hot bowl of Campbell's white wine soup. I'm actually surprised that's not a thing. Uh, Thanks, I hate it. It does sound Thanks, like something they would have done. I'm sure that it was attempted in the 70s. Well, or whatever what, what, what time. Wasn't. What any? Uh, what was the year that they put everything in jello molds? Yeah, mm-hmm. like 1954. Like, That's you've seen that. that fucking ad where it's like peas and carrots and shit and like a clear gelatin? Yeah. Gross. Mm. America. We don't do Culture. enough. We don't do enough with uh, hot dog water. I don't think. Mm. You could Should we put be it doing into a jello not? mold? Well, you could add gelatin to it, and you'd have hot dog water. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else could you do with hot dog water? Make coffee. Hmm. Mm. Ugh. Can you imagine the smell? Yeah. Yes, and I, I don't like it. It's just, is it not just, no, because there's an umami. It's an umami salty coffee. Yeah. Mm. There's an undescribable, like, it'd be one of those things that fucked with you where, like, you'd be drinking the coffee and it tastes like coffee, but it fucking smells like hot dog water. And I just can't. You couldn't drink it. I don't think you would be able to either. Because you know exactly what it would smell like. Hot, I mean, hot dog. Water. Like that. Um, I already described it. What are other awful things that you could do with hot dog water? You could make use it to make jello. Dough? Could use it for jello. Did you say dough? Yeah. You could absolutely you, use it to mix dough. You really could. 
Oh my god, that would be horrible. What if you you ever had like the pigs in a blanket though, where it's like the the croissant dough wrapped around a hot dog? Yes. What Do if you, you used hot dog water <laughs> to make the croissant dough? I you could. I I wonder if it's worth it. If it actually adds anything to the experience. What if you used hot dog water ice cubes in a Bloody Mary? Okay. That might be better. That I could probably get behind. Joe, you're suspiciously silent on the hot dog water issue. I'm sorry. I'm making a down with pig soup (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. What's funny is, is it like down with big soup or is it like, hey, you down with big soup? Yeah, right. Yes. Kind of how it's it's one of those. It's like an ambigram. Yes. Yeah, the same both ways. Sorry, I'm making a down with big soup shirt. It's one of the funniest things you've ever said. We've all been there. Uh, it's distracting. What can I say? It's my white whale. I gotta, I gotta immediately make t-shirts. Or it doesn't, it doesn't get made. Right. I feel that. I do feel that. I don't know if I like this. What's oh, Never mind. I'm an idiot. What's what? Nope. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask because I'm an idiot. Okay. Guess what? I cork do. Was uh, made from. I, I was gonna ask you what is cork made of, and then I realized Mom. what uh, the Ireland, answer was. I think cork. Cork. Yeah. <laughs> it is made. It's made of cork. You fucking idiot. We've all had. The- I found a cork in my podcast studio, and I don't know what it's from. A tree. Oh, there it is. There it is. Backwards engineering my dysfunction. (laughs) I I learned recently that there's a guy in Maryland who is turning crabs into whiskey. And I think there there should be a hot dog water whiskey. Mm, You've gone too far. No, I saw the crab whiskey thing. Where did I see that at? Reddit? I can't remember where I saw it. Facebook, maybe? Maybe it was. Isn't he... What's making it crab whiskey? Isn't he aging it in, like... So he's, crabs. like... He's taking and and cooking the crab down. Right. And then aging it to get the essence of crab. And then mixing in a certain amount of spices or whatever, and then adding bourbon at the end to like balance out the crab funk. Yeah. Mm. So hot dog water whiskey should be a thing. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Yeah. I guess then you get into the conversation of what hot dog makes the best hot dog water for the thing you're making. Yeah. It's like, does a Nathan's hot dog water make a better whiskey than a Oscar Mayer hot dog water? I could only imagine. Would we have really to taste different hot dog waters to get different taste profiles to find out what hot dog water would do there best is, in each uh, recipe? There is nothing your mother-in-law has been more prepared for in life. 
who's willing to do a hot dog water flavor profile taste test? Yeah, I mean, do you even have to ask? No, I know you're in. <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted official on the internet that you're yeah, in. Yeah, I'm in. I demand a Jardinier palate cleanser. You've got to take that hot dog water and taste it hot and cold. Mm-hmm. I'll watch this with great interest. I am, you know, like when right before you're about to puke, like how your mouth changes. Like, yeah, you get that like acidity in the back. That's where I am right Mm -hmm. now. The idea of like having to take like nine different shots of hot dog water (laughs) in a way where you got to like do that, like uh, you aerate it in your mouth and you chew it. Mm. So you could be like, mm, this one's like a Nathan's hot dogs at a real like a it's a, the salinity. It's is, a real mm. slimy mouthfeel. It's a Nathan's real slimy. Dog. I don't think I think if you're gonna use this, I think if you're gonna use this Vienna beef dog water, you, uh, you wouldn't want to use it in a bloody Mary. It's got a very slimy mouthfeel. Vienna beef dog water. Yeah, there's a band. Uh, the real question is: Is whiskey the right application for hot dog water, or should you be doing a hot dog water vodka? Mm, yes, because mm, then you can make gin out of it. And I feel um, like there are a lot of people, huh? Like a juniper and meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does it have any additional, like, Rede- redeeming quality? Yeah, or is it just going to be salty meat water? Yes. I don't know. Could you use hot dog water as the water for like a quick pickle? I bet you could. Like a hot dog water and vinegar, like pickled red onions? Yeah, I I bet you could do that. I bet it'd be delicious. I bet that would be a good use of that. It's a whole, there's a whole cottage industry based around hot dog water that's waiting to be tapped. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm sure that there is. What do you think about, uh, like a test tube that's got a hot dog, a fully cooked hot dog and it's water inside of it. And it's just a single serve hot dog in water. So it's kind of own, like one of those pickles in a pack. It's like a pickle in a pack or like uh, when you get a can of like albacore tuna in water. This would be just one beef hot dog in hot dog water. I don't know why that's not a thing. Probably you you could sell them as like a street vendor. It'd be tough. like two bucks a piece. And you just you you uh, you uh, you just unscrew the cap and you uh, you kind of slide the dog out and take a bite and slide it back inside its own water and screw the cap back on. <laughs> <laughs> this is wretched. Uh man, people would buy it. I don't know who they would, but it would be it'd be it's as stupid as a gentleman's single-use monocle. It'd yep. be very popular in Japan. I think it would, especially in vending machines. You can get mm-hmm. like a pair of used panties and a fucking hot dog tube. <laughs> That's all out of the same. Have a, have a night on the town. I said it's a nice Tuesday night in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soiled undies in a hot dog tube. <laughs> Show title. Yuck. Yuck. 
soiled undies and a hot dog tube. Boy, my phone does not want to spell the word undies. Convenient. Oh, uh, <laughs> under undies, under undies, under undies, yeah. underneath undies. Stop trying to be smarter than me. I know what I'm about. So funny. Hey, Rob. Yes. What you geeking on this week? Oh, uh, I am geeking on miniatures. Uh, my some of my friends and I have been uh, doing some tabletop role playing games uh, a little bit more frequently uh, in person here lately, which has been cool and exciting. So as such, I have been um, painting and uh, assembling a bunch of miniatures for everybody in our play group and getting them table ready and stuff. And that has been quite a bit of fun. Uh, I have a big uh, hut with like mechanical spider legs that I have been assembling and painting. Uh, that's coming along very nicely. Like Baba Yaga's hut? Uh, no, sorry, more like uh, uh, Jabba. I was going to ask if you meant like Jabba the hut. Yeah. So. That's uh, terrifying. It is, and I'm very pleased with that. Uh, Joe, what about you? Um, I am geeking on a show on Netflix called Warrior Nun. I saw a trailer, uh, like a Facebook ad for that show. Yeah, we, uh, we turned on Netflix. I, I don't even know what we were going to watch something else. And there was a, uh, like a preview from season two and we were so intrigued. We decided to start season one and I would say it took like the first episode was intriguing enough. I had to see episode two episode two was intriguing enough. I had to see episode three episode three is where the show finally starts to make any goddamn sense. Mm. And you want to watch the rest of the season at that point. Gotcha. Uh, that's how I felt about it. Anyway, it is not the highest quality television I've ever watched. Um, but it's, it's real good B grade TV. Is it, uh, is it foreign or is it uh, American made in, in English or what? I, it is in English. I think it's American made, um, but it takes place in Spain. And okay. um, I think a lot of the actors are Spanish actors. They're not, not, I don't think there's a single person I've seen so far that I've seen in anything else. Um, that's not quite true. There are a couple of people I think I've seen in random sci-fi shows, but, um, it's based off a comic book of the same name. And the idea is that, um, uh, sometime during the first crusade, the angel Adriel came down from heaven and granted a, uh, crusader his halo so that she could survive a mortal wound. And she, um, started a, basically a, 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 a sect of nuns who go around the world fighting demons and shit. Yeah. That, yeah. Sounds, that sounds just fine. Yeah. It's great. And it's uh, like the way that I describe it, uh, just watching it to Maddie, I was like, this is the best assassin's creed TV show I've ever seen. Okay. It made the assassin's creed movie. Like, like, what are you guys doing? Warrior nun exists. Why did you make this? <laughs> 
So they I don't know. I've enjoyed Assassin's it. Creed movie, didn't they? They did, and it's one of the Michael best video game movies out there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's not good. It's not good, but it's one of the best video game movies out there. They Funny. did, however, have a pretty sweet stunt scene in that because I think they had like one of the highest uh, like free yeah. freestanding dives into something, and it was I'm, just like a ridiculous drop. Yeah, I mean, it. all of the pieces were there for a good Assassin's Creed movie, except for, like, I don't know, the, the part that makes it good. Whatever whatever the X factor is that's, like, like, in The Witcher show or in Castlevania, maybe an understanding of the source material, that might be it. Sure. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, Warrior Nun's great. I'm really enjoying it. Um, we finished season one. I think Monday night and we just, uh, there's no reason we haven't started season two except that we haven't. So, uh, I, I recommend it. It's a very digestible show. So, Fantastic. uh, Ryan, what are you geeking on this week? Two things. Um, one's a TV show. It's uh, it's on Apple TV, Jason Momoa vehicle. It's called C. Oh yeah. How that's good. Um, Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, super, super cool mythology. Um, cool world building. It's Momoa. The The fight choreography is fantastic. Um, I thought for the longest time that this show was like season seven of that one show where he's like a French fur trapper or some shit. You know what I'm talking about? It was yeah. on. Uh, I, I don't know, even know what streaming service it was on. Um. It's probably gone now. Turns out, completely different show. Um, everyone in the world is blind. Except some people. Um, and it is like a far future Earth. Um, really it- good. I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm through season one, on to season two, a couple episodes in. Nice. Is, is there a is there a plot point as to why people are blind or is it just a virus like a thing that happened? A virus. Okay. Um COVID so that's, 24. That's the one thing. The second one is uh Rachel Maddow has a podcast called Ultra. Yeah. Which uh is um extremely pertinent. Um there are things it's set in the late thirties, early forties, and it tells uh, a true story about uh, fascism's rise here in America when Hitler was coming to power. Mm. And it's a part of American history I've never heard before. Yes, and like the, and um, it is wildly familiar because it's exactly what's happening now. Jesus, um, which is which is weird because. Um, I mean, obviously it's not Nazi Germany that is the foreign power that is in our side right now. It's Russia, but there's a whole lot of parallels that you can draw between then and now all the way up to the fact that the group of like American fascists who were in league with other groups to try and topple our current government, literally like a coup to become like a fascist dictatorship here in United States. America land. Um, they called themselves America first. Yep. Um, 
which should sound familiar if you're paying attention at all. Yep. Um, uh, just some wild stuff. Um, some wild stuff. Uh, the main anta- the main early antagonists called themselves the Christian Front. It's called the Patriot Front now. Oh. It's it's literally the same groups. It's just no way. Yeah, it's very it's it is eye opening. We've done this before, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's all the same thing from you know when they were trying. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you the plots. It, listen to it. It's very good. Um, even if you're not if you're if just for uh, a history lesson of our own country, it's it's a cool listen. It's cool knowledge to have. Um, it's a part of World War II I've never even thought about. Um, you know, what was it like at home? Uh, you hear too much about like the European and Pacific theaters to think about the war effort or what was going on in America at the time. So uh, good podcast. It's Rachel doing a lot of exposition and then actual historians or people that were there telling stories um, spliced in. So uh, production oh, value is high. It's 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 a uh, it's clearly an MSNBC product. But um, I think there's there's at least 10 episodes. Uh, I think I'm on episode six. They're like half hour long, so it's not a crazy commitment. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good show. It's 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 actually it's pretty engaging. So I would say uh, ultra. Is it um, on Apple a miniseries podcast. or is it going to be like I, I believe it's going to be like a one and done deal. I don't I okay. don't see how it could go like like. I guess they could do something like Ultra season two and just find like another a different story to tell a different story to tell. I yeah. guess that could be a like thing. It, like Jeff Shartlett to do something like with a family or something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I, I also I tried listening to Ghost Church. Um, yeah. yeah. Loftus's new show. It's not um, it's not that it's bad. It's actually pretty good. I got through the first episode and just did something else. It just didn't grab my attention. I'm going to go back to it. I think everything deserves at least like a second episode. Yeah, uh, especially because I I like Jamie Loftus. And so. Nice. I I haven't tried Ghost Church yet. I really liked ActCast a lot, though. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, that um, she does a deep dive on the Kathy comics. Oh, ActCast. That's what you said. Yes, I I have heard that. That is funny. What a what a thing. To deep dive into. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It makes you wonder, like, what niche. could I deep dive into? What Remember is when we were told that our show was too niche? Yeah, yeah. And then someone comes and makes a fucking Kathy podcast and is wildly right. successful. Fucking, yeah. It makes you wonder, like, why, like, is anybody doing anything with Doonesbury? Right, or Marmaduke. Right, or that, like, that one caveman strip. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, God. The moral of the story is don't listen to magicians who are sponsored by bees. Never listen to magicians who are sponsored by bees. That's 100% correct. <laughs> if you like this oh, 45 God. minutes of nonsense, the best thing you can do to keep us on the airwaves is go to wherever you're listening to us. Give us a five-star review. Um, tell us what niche comic strip we should do a a 10 episode arc on next season. Ooh, I like that. I'd be willing to do it. I would put in the work. Yeah, same, same. I would consider it. Now, uh, I'm thinking about family circus. Like what's 
What's going on with that? Those creepy genderless kids. Yeah, right? And why a circle or an oval, you know? Yeah, yeah. Is it, a, is it a callback to uh, to Renaissance art with the the rondelets or whatever? Or is it, are you supposed to look at it as if you're coming through your mom's birth canal? Oh, yeah. Is it like a, is it, is it, spe- circus. is it speaking to, like, welcome to the circus yeah. family? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would like to send your welcomes and stuff to us, uh, you can do so on socials. Uh, you, on any of them at all, I guess, while they're still active. Uh, Geekcast Live. And you can also check out the website that I made, violentpress.com. Eat Family Good Circus, and all I can think of is Croatia. <laughs> Antediluvian war criminal. <laughs> of, of course I'm talking about antediluvian war criminal Henry Kissinger. I, I tell you what, when we do finally launch our Family Circus podcast, our family circus cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to be able to find it first over at patreon.com slash geek cast live. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you want, if you want a shirt that says down with big soup, head on over to gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. gcl.threadless.com. Is that all See the you things? In- See you in hell, everybody. All your grandparents. Bye. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds, I don't know if that's their official website, that might be porn, Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower, <laughs> that's a Grumpkin's flight right there, that's from, what is that? Charleston, uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish, girl from there ways, Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.